Circus McGurkis Cafe Stupendous. What can one say about it? It involves circuses, it involves McGurkises, it involves cafes, and it has the potential to be stupendous. We'll just have to wait and see if it ends up being stupendous. Hello, everyone. It's Craig here at Islands of Adventure with Rhino, and today we are dining at the Seuss Landing Restaurant, Circus McGurkis Cafe Stupendous. It recently uh, received a brand new menu trying to like you know bring it up with the times away with the cafeteria style setting uh, add in that like table service aspect to it where you order from your table they deliver everything there that they use at Minion Cafe and other places you know just try to update it because you can never go wrong with updating the menus at all the restaurants here around Universal Orlando. Keeps people wanting to come back. So we're going to see if it's tasty. Uh, before we go and eat at Circus McGurkis Cafe Stupendous, I want to remind you this is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. If you like our content, you want to support us, book a vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel. Costs you no extra money, and you get the stupendous service of a Dreams Unlimited Travel agent without any McGurkis at all. So head over to dreamsunlimitedtravel.com today for a free, no obligation quote. And it's also brought to you by our Patreon supporters. If you want to learn more about how to get exclusive content from the Diz team, head over to patreon.com slash DizUnlimited. Now, Rhino is currently in the land of the Lorax. I think he wants to get out and have a circus, cafe, stupendous, McGurkis meal. And so I'm not going to make him wait any longer. Hope you brought your stretchy pants. It's time to eat. It's circus, McGurkis, cafe, stupendous. For those of you who may be unfamiliar to Circus McGurkis Cafe Stupendous, when you, once you enter the circus, you will be greeted with um, some entertainment in the sky, in the rafters here. We've got ourselves uh, a trapeze artist. There is a, a walrus. There is a gaggle of elephants. I actually can't remember the word for when there's a bunch of elephants. Uh, and then you got yourselves these people up here. There's a guy flying a plane upside down. It's just all, it's fun, it's whimsical. No, you know what? It's susical. That's what it is. Anyway, so uh, much like if you've ever been to Minion Cafe, you, you come in, you grab a seat, and there are QR codes right on the table here that you scan, and uh, it'll bring you up to the uh, mobile ordering of the uh, Universal Studios app. And... That's where you put your order in. And if you're wondering, what did we order today? Well, we have gotten just an absolute plethora of things. There is pizza pasta. There's green eggs and ham, chocolate cheesecake. There's redfish, bluefish, poke bowl. There's the magician meatball cone, chicken and biscuits, caramel popcorn cupcake. Yeah, we're going to be full, I think. Well, hopefully some of that's good. I'm, I'm um, holding out hope. I'm feeling positive. It looks... It looks fun. We ordered what we thought were the most interesting things on the menu while also being able to give you kind of a preview of the breadth of what they have here. Um, and so the order's in, and now we wait. I want to start off on a positive note when talking about Circus McGurkis Cafe Stupendous. And that positive note is talking about what we didn't get to eat here today. Uh, we did not get the popcorn shrimp box, which is $16.99. I'm not a huge fan of popcorn shrimp in general. Uh, neither is Rhino. So I just, you know, we don't want it to be like, yeah, we ordered something we don't like and we didn't like it. Surprise, surprise. Uh, so we bypassed that one. Uh, and it gets 
I should say, too, it gets very loud in here as the uh, high-in-the-sky Seuss Trolley train ride moves through. Uh, very loud, especially when team members here are holding signs that say applause and trying to get the people on the ride to clap. I mean, it's fun, though. It's a lot of fun. Uh, we didn't get the roast beef sandwich for eighteen ninety nine, but we did have this here years and years ago uh, during the Christmas season. They put it on the menu. It's a limited time thing. Uh, it's like a it's like a souped up Arby's sandwich. And while we thought it was disgusting in terms of how how you ate it, it it was, it was pretty tasty. So. I feel like we probably should have got it to see if it still held up in our memories um, and maybe elevated this experience for us a little more. We didn't get the Big Top Burger for fifteen forty nine, which is just a basic burger, but it's served on a red bun. Literally, it's a burger served on a, rush, a red bun. But they do say a fresh beef patty, so I don't know who beef patty is, but she's fresh and she's gone. And then we did not get the Tamed Dragon Salad. Uh, for eleven ninety nine, because this sounds like my absolute nightmare. Red dragon fruit, red quinoa, raspberries, mandarin oranges, almonds, baby spinach, cucumber, and guava vinaigrette. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, and then I do want to be uh, positive here and say, too, that they do have a vegetarian version of the pizza pasta that we did get, as well as a vegan magician meatball cone, which we all got just swapping out meatballs for vegan meatballs. So some plant-based options for you here if you're vegetarian or vegan. So since I just mentioned the meatball cones, why don't we start there? The Magician Meatball Cone is $15.99. It's homemade meatballs and marinara cavatappi served in a garlic bread cone. And uh, so, you know, if you're familiar with Disney, Disneyland, uh, the Cozy Cone, the same kind of idea. A bunch of pasta shoved in there with three big meatballs, bursting out the top uh in my opinion meatballs were not good uh they had a lot of like fresh herb flavoring in there uh from the fresh herbs chopped up inside but there was like there was barely any other seasoning too like there was no salt and pepper in it so it tasted like bland kind of undercooked sticky meat mixed with herbs uh for the pasta i mean it was it was fine pasta the marinara sauce it's the same marinara sauce that you would have on other items here that you would have on pizza fries pizza tots uh it's you know it's not offensive it's definitely not the best red sauce you'll ever have it's not the worst i it just this one didn't come together for me the garlic bread cone was definitely overcooked did not have enough like garlic flavor butteriness to it so we just didn't really eat any of it i would not try this one again the Magician Meatball Cone. So I know Craig spoke about it, but the thing about uh, in Cars Land and Disney California Adventure, when you would get uh, the, the the mac and cheese or chili or whatever gets served in it, you know, you carry that cone around. And so the outer of this like sort of cone, it, it definitely, I think, maybe is made by the same company if this is an outsourced thing. Um, but they uh it's a little um firmer because it's meant to not have like your sauces and your liquids drip through it right but i always eat the cone and everything all the way down i'm one of those people if you can eat the entire vessel of the food i'll eat that whole vessel uh but for me having it served like sideways and splattered it kind of defeats the purpose of the cone 
I mean, I guess if you were going for like a cornucopia is more what it looked like, like a Thanksgiving thing. But I, I thought this would have been better if they like kind of handed it to you with like the meatballs on it and stuff. So I don't know. I mean, that's that's how they have it there. And, and honestly, I feel like it's one of those. So it just made it a little weird. I wish maybe it had just if, if it was going to be sideways and on the plate with the splatter. I wish maybe it had been served with a little bit more of a traditional garlic bread than this cone, because it, it again, it defeats the purpose of the cone. Next up, the Redfish Bluefish Poke Bowl. It's $19.99, so the most expensive thing on the menu. Blue glass noodles, ahi tuna, cucumber, edamame, mango, yuzu honey dressing, and furikake seasoning. You know what? For that price, it, it might put some people off, but if it's good ahi tuna, then I'm willing to pay that. And the ahi tuna on here actually was pretty decent. I liked the noodles. Uh, they didn't bother me. But everything about this was so sweet. That yuzu honey dressing, even if you went light on it, still very, very sweet. And I don't know, something about this, I just, like, it just was kind of off-putting. I needed, like, I needed something salty to balance it out. Some some other hit, maybe, of, like, tanginess. Uh, they offer soy sauce packets, and that might have helped out. It might have been better just going with soy versus the yuzu honey dressing, but... Yeah, I just it's one of those things I couldn't even want to finish the entire bowl because it just it was like I'm I'm going to need to go to a dentist after this if I if I don't stop eating. All right. So the redfish bluefish poke bowl is not my for 20 bucks. I don't think that dish is worth it at all. Um, it's not my type of poke bowl. I'm not a big um, not a big mango person. It was very tart, very citrusy. I'm the type of person who likes, I like to get in some spicy mayo, you know, a little bit of, uh, just, I, I like the rice and that sort of thing. And, and I, I mean, I thought it was fun with the, having the blue glass noodles in there, but it didn't come together the way I wanted it to, especially for $20. So I would not get that again. Next up, chicken and biscuit. $14.99 for this dish. Uh, crispy chicken tenders and peanut-shaped biscuit drizzled with hot honey and curly fries. And, uh, yeah, you have the option to do this without the hot honey, which I think a lot of, like, kids, families might want to do if they're not familiar with hot honey. Uh, you know, just get some ketchup for the side and have chicken tenders and ketchup with a weird peanut biscuit. No peanuts were harmed in the making of this dish, I believe. Uh, the biscuit, I thought, was actually a really nice cooked biscuit, but... You know, it was one thick peanut, so usually with chicken and biscuits, I want to eat that as a sandwich, and they're just, you weren't doing that with this one, so it was like chicken tenders, and then also a biscuit on the side. Uh, the chicken tenders were kind of standard theme park chicken tenders, nothing amazing. Uh, I think they could have used more hot honey, uh, in my opinion, if that's what you're going for with this dish. And curly fries, you know what? It's no Arby's, but I'll never say no to a curly fry. So this is another one. Uh, much like the first two, I don't foresee myself ever getting this again. The chicken and biscuits I thought was fine. Um, I agree with what Craig said about the biscuit. I thought it was a pretty good biscuit, pretty good-sized biscuit. Uh, I do like that they were curly fries. I made sure to eat all the best of those uh, really curled-up fries in there. Um, and then the chicken tenders were fine, but you're only getting two. It's $15. I'd rather it be three and just the curly fries because I wasn't really sure what you're supposed to do with this biscuit because it wasn't like there was a lot of the hot honey on here. In fact, I didn't even know it was hot honey on there until uh, Craig said something while he was recording. And I was like, oh, was that honey supposed to be hot? So I I don't know. And I keep hot honey in my cabinet at home. So trust me. Uh, but I just thought 
don't know. It, it didn't. It wasn't. It wasn't like exciting. It's definitely a safer choice. But again, I mean, he already said it. I feel like if you're a little kid, you're probably gonna ask for you know not to have the hot honey like on it. So. I don't know. What I ended up doing is cutting the biscuit, and I, I like I used it, and uh, I used it on some of the sauce in a in the next dish here, which I also use the fries in. For our savory options, we're finishing off with the pizza pasta, thirteen ninety nine baked mac and cheese, cavatappi with pepperoni and marinara, and I feel like this is the one that a lot of people will be attracted to because who doesn't love macaroni and cheese? Who doesn't like pizza? It's kind of like a next version of Universal's Pizza Fries, but pizza mac and cheese. And a big hearty portion served in a big bowl. Lots of macaroni and cheese. Uh, And then I thought that the pepperoni and marinara actually, you know what? It it brought this together well. Uh, Rhino's going to talk about a little hack that he prefers to eat this as, but I didn't think this was that bad overall you know i think it needed more marinara sauce on it there was enough pepperonis but i think the pepperonis inside where the pasta was weren't cooked so like the ones were crispy like little enzo pepperonis like they curled up on top but then inside it almost looked like raw salami (laughs) like i mean it's cured meat so not raw but you know what i mean there or you don't know what i mean so yeah this one i feel like it could be made better it didn't need any extras with it because like i didn't mention with the magician meatball cone but uh, you need to ask for uh you need to ask for uh parmesan cheese to come with that otherwise you're not going to make it through that dish this one i don't think needed anything else uh but it was just fine it's another one where i'm happy we tried it i would not get it again the pizza pasta i think of everything we ate is probably my favorite of the savory dishes um this the baked mac and cheese I thought was nice. Um, the the I love when you have those uh, pepperonis that that bubble up and they have the little bit of oil and they're a little crispy on the edges. I feel like I don't I don't get those enough in my life. Um, probably for good reasons for health. But um, for thirteen ninety nine, I feel like it was a pretty big portion, like pretty big helping. Uh, as we ate through it, I did feel like this is something where I was like. And I, I'm like this with pizza. I'm like this with any like sauce-based dish. I like a little bit of spice in my sauces, and so I will always try and get. Um, I'll ask if they have like red pepper flakes. I know a lot of people like to add um, a little bit of Parmesan cheese on there. They did tell me at the door I had to get up and ask for it because there is nowhere in this restaurant where like condiments are on the side. There's no extra napkins. There's no extra utensils. I didn't see a an area anywhere in here. I could be wrong. It could be on the other side of the restaurant that I wasn't on, but I don't know. So I asked, and um, they brought us out regular pepper, and they did bring out the individual packets of the Parmesan cheese, so I think maybe there was a communication issue with that. However, if you can get some crushed red pepper, I'd recommend uh, a little bit of that on this. And also, uh, here's my hack. So I took the rest of our curly fries when we were about halfway done with the pizza pasta and we dumped the curly fries in here and then put the mac and cheese with the pasta on top mixed it all together and you know what it was pretty good Uh, it was pretty good i liked it um and i heard the table behind me get a side of the curly fries so that's my tip for you pizza pasta order that get some of those red pepper flakes order a side of the curly fries and uh, you got yourself a little universal menu hack because heart disease is universal. 
moving on to delectable desserts. The first one I will talk about is the caramel popcorn cupcake for $5.99. This was like a vanilla cupcake with some caramel drizzled over top of it. Then you have your frosting and then pieces of caramel corn on top making it look really fun. Uh, It was a vanilla cupcake. There wasn't nearly enough caramel in it. They didn't inject caramel into the middle of the cupcake either, so... I, I don't I don't know. Maybe this would impress someone. The caramel corn was stale on top of it. It just it was not something I would ever care to have again. I thought the caramel popcorn cupcake was cheap. I thought you know it is six dollars, so I don't mean price wise it's cheap. I meant like when I was eating it, I was like, this is a very standard uh, like white uh, vanilla cupcake. Uh, that wasn't bad. I mean, it was cooked well, but the frosting on it was just that very cheaply made buttercream frosting. And it, I think it had like caramel maybe drizzled between the, like on the cupcake and then, you know, like between the frosting and the cupcake or something. It just, I was like, it, it tasted like something that probably was like, should have been like a dollar. And it was like six bucks. But I'm also not a big fan of caramel corn. Uh, Caramel, as it's spelled and as it's said correctly, C-A-R-A-M-E-L. Um, I, I've never, like, when you get those three popcorn buckets, I'm always like, that one's everyone else's. I'll take the white cheddar and the uh, the orange one, and you keep that caramel corn away from me. But I, I agree with Craig. It was a little stale, and so I feel like it didn't really have that pop to it. But I feel like that happens whenever... This isn't the first time I've had someone, like, a place use that in a recipe. It just, for some reason, I, I think it just, unless you are literally taking out of the package press, fresh, caramel corn really soaks in that humidity and gets stale really fast. And after being negative for this entire experience, why don't I get to the positive? For me, the green eggs and ham chocolate cheesecake for $6.99. Who doesn't love green eggs and ham? You got a green egg sitting on top of uh, ham and uh, fork sticking out of it. I like chocolate cheesecake, and this was a decent chocolate cheesecake. I mean, it's a small portion, but uh, really, you had that that nice chocolate uh, cream cheese layer in the middle and then it was on like a chocolate cookie crumble on the bottom I I thought it worked for me there might have been too much like toppings on there too much like crunchy uh, for me that you had to fight your way through to get to the good stuff but I actually did like this and it's the only thing from today that I would get again the green eggs and ham chocolate cheesecake I do think was actually pretty good. I'm not uh, a big like chocolate person, but I actually I enjoyed. I'm glad that we split it. Um, but I thought it had like a nice little um, like uh, the base of the crust kind of had that sort of Oreo crust uh, vibe to it. With the cheesecake was pretty nice, and I liked the cr- uh, the coating on it, the crunchy coating. I, th- I thought it was pretty good um, for this one was seven bucks. I'm like. It was good, but here's the thing about all this food that we had here today. I know Craig said each one, would he get it again, would he not get it again? And it's like, I don't think anything I had, I'm going to be like, hey, we're universal. We got to pop over here and go get this thing here. Like, if I was here with a friend or family member who had, like, kids and they were like, let's go over there. I was like, okay, I'm going to show you this hack about mac and cheese and french fries. But other than that, I don't know. It didn't, it didn't, uh, I hadn't really dined here other than the, um, that burger the one time that Craig spoke about and we did the, uh, Grinch breakfast, uh, years ago in here, but, uh, yeah, I, I never ate in here regularly, so it just kind of, I don't know, it didn't, I don't know, I can't tell you if it's better than it was before, I can just tell you how it is right now, and right now it's kind of where it's like, my tummy hurts and 
I think there's better places to try in the park, maybe. But I get the draw of Seuss Landing. I don't have children, so I can't speak to that. I feel like Islands of Adventure has had a couple like problem restaurants over the years. This one being one of them, you know, Comic Strip Cafe, oh, yeah. tastes like cigarettes. <laughs> uh, and over in uh, over in Marvel Superhero Island, I've never been really a huge fan of Cafe Four. So there has definitely been room for improvement with the restaurants here in this area. And you can tell that they were very much inspired to update Cafe Stupendous uh, based on what they did with Minion Cafe over at Universal Studios Florida. And I think there's a lot of positive things about it. I do like coming and sitting down at the table, getting settled, and then, you know, ordering through the app and doing that method. It just, I don't know, it it makes quick service dining feel a little bit more upscale in a way it feels like i'm being more uh waited upon you know and just more relaxing when you're going about the day but uh it and you know what they definitely put a lot of thought into this food you know they wanted it to look impressive and i think that's where they went critically wrong they wanted it to look impressive but they didn't ever focus on it tasting impressive so that's kind of an issue it's it's one thing to uh you know, it's it's one thing to make to make it look pretty, but you're not going to keep people coming back to it if it just doesn't have those flavors. And a lot of a lot of what went wrong here, I feel like, could have just been fixed with simple changes. You know, season the meatballs correctly, add a little bit more spice to that mac and cheese with the pepperonis on it. Maybe add some hot honey on top of there too. Uh, figure out how to make the chicken tenders and French fries just a better value for what it is it's just there's so many little things like that that feel like they were one step away from making it good but it just settled at like mediocre and very very disappointing because i saw other people's photos and videos of it before coming to sit down here and i was just so hopeful like man this stuff looks good i hope it tastes just as good and that is not the case at all i am interested because not only do they have Uh, this version of the restaurant but like Minions Cafe there's also a to-go window that has a little bit more of a limited menu so like the poke bowl we got that's not available out there but at that takeout window they do have an exclusive corn dog that will have to come back because Rhino is a WH cover your ears kids I'm not going to finish it or for corn dogs and he will be the first to admit that and uh yeah, so I think I think we do need to come back at least for like a universal snack attack to try that. But for inside here, I just outside of coming back to see if that roast beef sandwich holds up, I don't have any purpose. I'm happy they made these changes. I hope most people like it more. I feel like they need to keep tweaking this. And I do hope that maybe they can uh they can keep doing this kind of update to the different restaurants I talked about like Cafe 4 and Comic Strip. Keep keep you know, trying to stretch out their quick service options. I like that they're trying. It's not always going to be successful, but they're trying to do something about it, and that's what matters. And speaking of trying to do something, I'm going to try to wrap this up. So I'm going to say goodbye here from Circus McGurk's Cafe Stupendous. It's one of the most disgusting-sounding restaurants at all of Universal. I don't know, just stoop and gurkus. 
But uh, if you like this and you want to support us more, book a vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel. Get a free no-obligation quote today at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Uh, you can always support us by becoming a Patreon supporter and you get exclusive Diz content. So get more information there at patreon.com slash disunlimited. If you are watching this on YouTube, hit the thumbs up, subscribe to the channel, leave comments, questions, video suggestions in the comments section. And if you are listening to this, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and leave us ratings and reviews when possible. Well, that's going to do it for us, though, here at Circus McGurkus Cafe Stupendous. Maybe we'll go take a high-in-the-sky Seuss trolley train ride, or maybe we'll just get out of here and go somewhere else. I don't know. We'll have to see. But for now, we hope you have a Seussical day, according to Rhino. Is that still trademarked? Can we say that for the show, from the show? Seussical, the musical? Am I just digging a hole now? Just keep saying it? Oh, no. Don't worry. Okay. Hope you all have a great day. Take care. Bye-bye. Remember, we finally changed the name.